Gentlemen, welcome to the 34th episode of the Gentleman's Breakfast. Recording a little late here today. It's after 9 a.m. I'm here with my dear friend Seamus O'Shea. How are yeah, you? Yeah, it's it's good. It's uh, it's a big weekend. Uh, what makes this weekend big? It's I, huge. Uh, I'm not aware of it. Cats away, the mice will play. Oh, All that's right. Town. We got a we got a single weekend. Uh, recent development. Here. You know, it was, it was pretty funny. I was. Uh, bragging to my coworkers, my girlfriend's away this weekend. Gonna party, and he you my, can't hype that up too much because then people expect a lot out of you, you right? Know? And then he wants a story on Monday, but then right. he just goes to me. He just calmly like he's doing something at his desk. He just says, "No, you're gonna do what every other fucking guy does: get really drunk and eat pizza in his underwear." I just had a debate about with you about whether or not we were gonna go to a golf store this morning. Like that was what you plan to do with your big, uh, you know, your big Saturday abroad. I need a driver, but that's that's another issue. We all have things that we need, guy. I'd like to have a plastic nonstick spatula for the kitchen here, <laughs> but I'm not gonna go and get that on a Saturday. I'll take care of that Monday through Friday. How is uh, how's your Monday fr- through Friday been? I mean, you've uh, actually you know you went to Barry's boot camp with a mother of two this week. Listen, let's build up to that, okay? So my wife. Uh, as an unemployed man, has continued to develop. And I, I'm not going to rehash things that we talked about previously, but there, there are moments in your life that you notice when you're unemployed. One of those big moments for me would be being at the grocery store at like 11 a.m. on a Wednesday. <laughs> and it's, it's it, wide open. It's, it, so the population there significantly reduced than, you know, like 5 or 6 p.m. when it's jam-packed, it's rush hour there. Uh, but it's me, it's trophy wives, and then it's retired women. And that's it. Uh, yeah. And we're all bebopping around. Some of us are listening to podcasts and stuff. Yeah. You're not getting rushed down the aisle at all. And you can all, move at your own leisure. You're all kind of looking at each other, eyeing each other like, we figured this shit out, right? Like, we're just hanging out here buying bell peppers <laughs> on Tuesday at 10 a.m. And that's a pretty good look. But it gets uh, to the point too where you got to know when the produce is coming, like Tuesday mornings. So, so no, I've done. I've, I'm not I've even, dabbled with more unemployment. You have. I'm not even close to that far into. But it's pretty cool when you when you know like when the produce comes in and you get fresh pick. Listen, coming off of one of those mornings, I had you know like one of the worst things that's happened to me since I've been unemployed, which is during the walk to my car, I got gum on my shoe. And then when I got back here and I was prepping some chicken, I spilled a bunch of chicken juice on the floor. Okay? Those two things. That Did was the like chicken juice to eliminate the gum off your shoe? <laughs> I wasn't wearing shoes at that point, so it was just <laughs> on my bare feet. That was like the worst thing that's happened to me in a week. I was laughing during it because I, I realized it had been the worst thing that happened to me. Um, but, you know, you, you brought this up at the top, and it's true. Yesterday, a good friend of ours and I went to Barry's Boot Camp. As well. So if you're not from San Francisco, what is what is Barry's boot camp? Uh, I think they're they're in a few different cities, but yeah, it's 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 basically a workout class, and you do it's like cult like CrossFit. You do dumbbells and then you run. It's not as intense as CrossFit, but similar it's, it's, like it's culture. Like a, it's like a spin class without a spin bike. Okay, they play music, and the guy but tells you what hip, to do. It's modern. 
people think it's cool you, to talk about it. You do dumbbells, it. and then you run on the treadmill, and then you do dumbbells, and then yeah, you run yeah. on the treadmill. And mm-hmm. if you're me, during all that, you attempt, you just think in your mind, don't puke, don't puke, don't puke, don't puke, which was basically all that I was focused on. And our friend that I went there with, she's like, you know, maybe maybe you'll meet Miss Turner here, right? You know, who knows? Forever optimist. So yeah, great lady. No possibilities. And she asked me afterwards, she's like, you know, there were a lot of ladies in there, some good-looking <laughs> ladies. I was like... Okay, well, I saw those when we started. And once the music started and the guy started telling me to pump arm curls, I was pretty tunnel visioned, right? Really? You're not? Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm looking. Okay, the class is an hour long. <laughs> okay, minute 58 on the treadmill, which, by the way, the instructor is just a fucking liar. Because every time he's talking to you, he's like, all right, we got one more push. I'm like, no, motherfucker. I know that it's not one more push. Because last time you told me one more push, and then we did two more pushes, right? He keeps telling you to up the speed on the fucking treadmill. Just doing that, doing that, doing that. For a fucking hour. And this is coming off the back of a big sushi dinner that you and I had. And a lot of beers that I crush. And yeah, but what time, what time was the workout? Is <laughs> it 9.30? 9.30? Which my, my roommate, he's he pounds at my door in the morning. He's all excited because he knows that I'm going to Barry's. He's like, hey, don't miss berries. It's 7 in the morning. I'm like, hey. You got two hours. Class is until 9.30. His immediate reaction, which I didn't even think about right away, is just like, oh, that's going to be an interesting crowd. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Which, yeah, I mean, I probably should have gotten more out of that. But uh, so, like I said, tunnel vision, tunnel vision. Uh, So I, I took great enjoyment Thursday night. So we went to this pretty famous sushi place uh where you sit in the back with the chef and you eat what is it called sushi puzzle uh the, that type of meal is omakase omakase right you, you chef's menu you introduced me to his name is roger the chef what yeah. two three years ago uh yeah i introduced you to him two three years ago i probably started going there six years ago six years ago yeah it's a safe number so i always take enjoyment of it. we've been three or four times together and i've been a couple other times I always enjoy him not knowing who you are. Like, he recognizes you, but before he never knew your name. Well, he, he, so here's what's running through my head when he's talking about it. Right when he walked in, he's like, oh, Jacob, you know, you've been out of town for a long time. He, he knows my name. But, That's the first time I've heard him use your name. Oh, no, he, he, he knows my name. But in his mind, in terms of, so he has my name and my face connected, but then the actual memories of me, it's just like white person and then white people memories, right? And that's where things get crossed up. Well, I think he, he actually, he, so you were glowing like a, a glow stick after he highlighted your name and uh, we're walking in with four other people. He's like the grandfather I never had. Yeah. Yeah. But you look like, well, like, is this guy, like, is he a politician or should I know who this guy is? And like, cause there's four other people there. So it's a pretty intimate set and you're sitting there with the chef. There's four other random people, four people we were with, two of them you don't know. Yep. So like, well, this this guy like a big deal, and, and like you're sitting, you're sitting like <laughs> I sit right next to the like show. in a horse and buggy, right? Like yeah. you're you're adjacent to him. I'm riding shotgun. I mean, you could, and if he needed you to like fill in real quick, he tapped in his shoulders like I need you to slice up this. Oh, I had to grab a couple things while he was prepping. Yeah. I don't know if you caught that. But my my favorite part about it is so he serves you whatever he wants, and he gives a plate to the other couple, and then to you know my <laughs> girlfriend and I, and then he gives you your own plate throughout the whole time. Yeah. So, so he's like, you two share, you two share, then this is just for you. Yeah. And one of my favorite things about this is 
you know, he, he knows who you are, he knows your face, and he's like, well, how long have you been coming here? And then I quickly chimed in and like, Jake, you've been going here, what, 10, 10 12 years now? Well, okay, he, he kind of rolls into it where he's like, you know how long Jake's been coming here? And he's telling the other people, he's yeah. telling the four yeah. other separate people. Yeah. He's been, he's been coming here, how long have you been coming here, Jake? 10 year? <laughs> 10 year? I'm like, yeah, sure, Roger, this time 10 years is fine. I've been coming here for 10 years. Because he'll get the special reserve shit out of the back. You know, if you've been coming there a bunch, uh, so it's worth keeping that number inflated. Uh, I, I was, I was really, I was just really hoping for the chicken wing. He, this is the first time he's ever told me. He's like, listen, if, because last time he was real cagey about it because he doesn't want to be like the guy that serves fried chicken. Um, but the only time he's ever served it was just me and you back there really late. Yeah, we were back there real late, and he was eating it for dinner, and then he gave us a chicken wing. No, he off well, his plate. But he like actually fired up the fry later. Um, but uh, next time I will call in advance and I'll be like, "We're doing fried chicken tonight." Uh, what does that mean? What does that entail? Well, he just gives you a couple wings. It's not going to be a a big deal or anything. But it's good to see this is bad content. Uh, so here's another thing I've run into this week and made me realize. So now you can tip uh, with Uber. <laughs> I fucking hate it. So you can tip. I hate it. I don't hate that drivers are making more. I wish they just charged me more because the whole feature of the service is that it, it's one price, right? Like you ride, you pay. Maybe you got a little guilt. And you just get out. It's the same thing like why am I tipping my coffee guy who poured my cold brew with Buck? First world problems. Yeah. But we get, I get an nice Uber. Time. Nice guy, friendly guy. And he starts telling me his sob story. Of course, because he's, he's, now he's lobbying for a tip. He is, but they're like they're like bad salesmen, and it's just seeing whether you feel guilty enough. So he's telling me how he's sleeping in the car. He drives all the way down from, drives up from Fresno. He sleeps in the car. If you're sleeping in the car, and this is a why, big, wait, wait, this guy's a big rig. Wait. This guy's easy two eighty three hundred pounds. Let's be clear. If you're sleeping in the car, why do you go to Fresno to sleep in your car? No, no, no. he's from Fresno. He drives to San Francisco yeah. to Uber. You said he's sleeping in his car, right? Right. So when he's which means that his shift. house is the car. At this point, when he's when why he's doing would like, you not sleep in San Francisco where you work? Because you can't afford it. He sleeps in the car. Are you following me here? It sounds like he doesn't have a home. No, he does have a home. Oh, okay. So he's he just doesn't have a lot of money. Now I'm just lost. Jake, I live in I live in one of the most shithole cities in the in California, Fresno. I drive yeah, to true. San Francisco. I make hundreds of dollars. I can't afford when I'm making hundreds of dollars in a span of a day or two. I can't afford a two hundred dollar hotel. His alternative pre Uber. I think you'd understand this being an unemployed guy. His alternative. <laughs> his alternative pre Uber would have been to do nothing. Okay. I miss the days of Uber when it was only Uber Black and you touched that car and it was $50. And you were still fucking happy to pay it, right? Because there, there were no other options. So when I was living in Chicago, a, a time period also when I recall taking a cab 100 yards. Do you remember when you. Because the windshield was negative 15. Now. Do you remember when you chewed out uh, the cab driver? Yeah, I've chewed out many cab in drivers. Chicago. The one in Chicago who didn't understand the concept of the loop and River North. And you like got a verbal argument with him. You know what I appreciated yeah, most that, about him? Yeah, that wasn't my 
best. You know, you know what I appreciate about him? He stuck to his guns. He, he, you just continue to flip out, and he goes, "Admit that you're wrong," and he just goes, "No." <laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. He asked me to admit that I was wrong, and then our cab ride was like six dollars and eighteen cents or something, mm. and I asked for exact change. <laughs> so. I, I've always had a big gripe with my current roommates. I love them. They're great people. Yeah. Filthy motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. I'm a former, uh, you know, Seamus roommate. Right. Maybe it's because the duration or maybe it's because I'm older, but they're just so dirty. So you've been through five of them now, right? One. If you add them all together, it's one, two, in that location, right? Three. Just the three of you guys. You, Ghost, and then the current one. And... That counts four. And Papa Bear. That's four in total. Four. I've had four. How would you rank us? Uh, Ghost one. Ghost was never there. I always... It's clean. It's clean. clean, Everything's based off of cleanliness. I accept your ranking. I asked you for your ranking. I accept it in protest. Okay? But I just want to establish it's... Easy to rank high if you're literally never there. That's like, uh, you know, your ERA is crazy because you pitched a game, you know? Yeah. So, that makes sense that's, to you. That's right? Jake talking sports. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you I didn't was, expect that. I mean, no, I was a little thrown off. I would say Ghost. I knew you were going to say Ghost first. I'm looking for some creativity here at the bottom. I'm probably going to say you over... My current roommate, we'll call him. We'll call him Hitch. That's all we needed. I mean, we can move on from here if you want, but that's what you're looking for. I wanted for. to see a force rank. Okay, uh, I'll take my number two. But my my main issue now is it's just they're so dirty and they don't care about it. It just it boggles my mind. So I was, obviously, this do is they my, listen to the show? Or are they going to be? I don't really care. Get in there. Okay. Maybe it makes them cleaner. Well, I, I, my favorite aspect of it is the staging area for the dishes. Uh, which yeah, I think you've told me that aspect has improved. It's improved. Baby but, steps. Yeah. I'm literally, they're two children. The, the, the space to the left of the sink right there, apparently that's just like a staging area where like, if you don't know what to do with the dish, you just. Well, my just favorite, right my, my, one of their all time is like, they always put stuff on the, on the side. Then I got them to put in the sink. I'm like, well, why don't you put in the dishwasher? Like, well, the light's always on. I don't know if it's going. And I go. The light is it. the light is always on. It's always on. So here's that's the, here's the other thing. Like people are always like, well, I don't know if the dishwasher is clean or dirty. Okay, how about you open it up and you look at a couple plates, right? If you see a plate that has some scum on it, dirty. If you see four plates in a row and all of them are perfectly white, but it's probably st- clean. Yeah. I mean, and hey, here's here's an idea. Maybe empty it. Oh, come on. We're not there yet. <laughs> well, that's that in the trash. Hey, the, the apartment smells. Well, I'm the only one who enter, empties the trash. Yeah. But you know what? I was, I was complaining about this, and not to beat a dead horse. I was telling to one of my fr- other friends, and also a former roommate of this current place, deep in the doldrums, the zone. He goes to me. Oh, yeah. He's, he's like, why don't you? And everybody's always like, just get Former some, guest of the show. A former guest. And he goes, why don't you just get somebody to clean it? And a lot of people have pitched this. And he goes to me. You know what he said to me yesterday? He goes, your greatest commodity is your free time. <laughs> uh, he's like, quit trying to prove a point. Quit all that bullshit. He's like, 80 bucks. Cleans it. Gets places you're not going to go. I mean, yeah. Wednesday night, my friend, my very good childhood friend is supposed to come in with his wife, and I'm feverishly cleaning that place. 
But it never looks clean. That's the that's the biggest problem with that place. I spent three hours cleaning it. You could scrub that place as much as you want, and, and uh, it still looks dirty. Girl person comes in, and I go, you know what's the worst part about this? Nobody's going to even notice I did anything. Even the people that live here. Three hours. This is the apartment where I was bending over in the corner to pick something up one time, and I saw something move. And I thought to myself, Jesus, I hope that that's just the rat. <laughs> And when you think that to yourself, oh, that's, like all it's Gary. A that's all Gary. That's all Level, but my current roommate—that was hilarious when I first moved in here. We swapped bedrooms, and when you swap bedrooms, you kick up a lot of dust and stuff. You know, we have wood floors. There's a lot of dirt on the floor. Did you run this? Did you get a? Did you sign a non? Well, non- so I asked in, in India, sure, yeah, but I can refer to just the roommate, right? <laughs> so. I ask, uh, where do we have a vacuum cleaner? And he peers up from his phone at me, looks very suspicious at, suspiciously at me, and he says, "Do you not want to just get a maid?" <laughs> God forbid that we both have a vacuum cleaner and a maid, right? Because every once in a while, you just want to vacuum some stuff. But I don't want to get too far into that. Uh, we'll leave it at that. Uh, yeah. Uh, let's talk about the hot topic here. Probably the most... Weight loss? <laughs> sure. It seems like you're interested in talking about weight loss. I'm not interested in talking about weight loss, but I, I weighed in at 222.4 when Dude, I first started weighing it. What? 222.4? Is that what you're doing point, points now? The decimals count. Mm-hmm. I weigh in every morning. Prior to Roger, I was down to 216 even. So I dropped 6.4 pounds in about two weeks. Post-Roger, we're at, sitting at 217 even. You know what I've realized? You talking about your weight loss is like us talking about video games. It is not going to be like connection? What's the deal here? Nothing's ever gotten you laid up talking about video games or playing video games. That's what you think. Have you gotten laid playing video games? Of course not. <laughs> By yeah. a female? Wouldn't one be laid in the way that that would, uh, you know... Anything that that could catch, I wouldn't want to eat. Maybe that's a good thing. Maybe we go to uh, get what's it called? Con, no, Comic Con, something different. What's the what's the video gaming thing? Several E three Comic Con, you know. But let's talk about PlayStation the real, experience. Let's talk about the most legendary ten day job that's happened. You want to talk about in the, the current carnival? You want to talk about the, the United States. Let's talk about the Mooch. I don't. I don't have that much content on the Mooch because this dude was only employed for ten days. It's hard to talk about. But let's give him the cliff notes. Give you the cliff notes? Yeah. He's some hedge fund fuck. New Jersey piece of shit. It's like, hey, I'm the mooch. Hey, let's go to the the South Shore. The guy comes in. He gives an interview uh, to someone who worked for the New Yorker, I believe. Mm -hmm. He says a bunch of outrageous shit. Oh, here's the best part about the New Yorker story. Did you read into this? I read some of it. Good, but probably not what you read. Go on. So the guy is a family friend of like their fathers. So their fathers were friends. So he presumed, Trumps. No, uh, Scarmucci's. So Scarmucci. No, no, but Scarmucci was who? The reporter's father. Oh, I didn't realize that. So the the, the they were friends like 50, 60 years ago. So that, that actually makes a but lot more sense. But what's the best now, thing? He's like, why he got on the phone with him? And he goes, he's like, yeah, you know, I thought you know, families, we trust each other. You know, typical Italian American yeah. bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then he goes, he's like, I thought we knew each other. And then the report goes, we had no 
ever like known each other. There's no working relationship. Like we'd never even seen each other. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's like it's like classic misinterpretation. Oh god. Uh, yeah, it's just insane uh, that he did that. But what's even crazier is you read the quotes and then. Like a day or two ago, the audio from the famous phone call where he says, you know, I'm not Steve Bannon. I'm not trying to suck my own cock. <laughs> the audio comes out and there's something just like so much more visceral about actually hearing that shit come out of his mouth. Um, that's uh, pretty wild. Of course, I say this as we're recording and voluntarily putting on the internet our voices saying some very questionable things about of course, and the government. Let's stay on politics women. here. So John Kelly just got hired to do what at the White House? He's the chief of staff. So he replaced Ryan Spreebus, uh, who whose name I thought for the longest time was Ryan Spreebus, because mm. I'm like Ryan's. That's not a name that someone can have. He, this dude's Ryan. Um, uh, but yeah, so, he, so he's the guy that like corrals all the you know, attorney general, the chief of staff's right hand man. Yeah, like the national security advisors, all that shit. He's the right-hand man that corrals the people that are in the cabinet. So this former guy, was he one of Trump's boys? or No, he was the former uh, chairman of the Republican National Committee. And he was a guy that defended Trump during the debates and all this. Oh. Uh, he, he People called for him to like speak out against Trump regularly, and, and he didn't. You know, he was... Uh, so he stuck, he stuck to the party. Walking through this now, so John Kelly, former Marine general. Uh yeah, he's a former general. Yeah. Marine. Uh, I, I got to be honest with you, don't know the branch Marine. of service. Okay. I just know that they call him just the general around the halls. And his biggest thing is, you need to get in early in the morning, and yet if you want to meet with someone, you got to make an appointment. This way he's put in place. Sounds pretty military. Yeah. They said uh, it's it's prevented the practice of uh, people just popping in, kind of milling about in the halls. Hoping to get the president's eye, pitch him an idea. Maybe pitch him a tweet that he could send us. <laughs> Do you think he takes any, like, that's a great topic. Do you think any, he takes any, like, recommendations about what he should tweet? Constructive criticism. I don't think oh, he does. Oh, I'm sure that he would I take, would love to okay. see him in his element when he tweets at, like, 5 in the morning on a Sunday. I'm sure that he would take uh, a suggestion about what he should tweet. I'm confident that he would not take anyone telling him what not to tweet. And then that he would, like a child, some friends that we have, maybe your number one roommate ever, if you tell him not to do something, he's going to do it. Yeah. Immediately. And but, with vigor. But don't you want to like visualize, like when he's tweeting, I want to know whether he's lying down <laughs> in the White House. I've wondered this for the or like he time. Or ju- like he just finished his round down at, uh, what's the place down in Florida? Oh, uh... Delgado, Delgado whatever God it is. Damn it, I'm going to hate myself for not knowing this. Anywho, like... Mar- uh, Mar-Lago. Mar-Lago, right? Whether he's down in Mar-Lago, sleeping in a nice bed, and he's just tweeting, like, whether he's standing up, he's sitting in his underwear, like, what exactly does he look like when he's doing these tweets? I always picture the same thing, which is he's sitting in the Oval Office, he's completely by himself. Yeah, 100%. I think he's by himself all the time. On his desk, he has access to... He could call the smartest people in the world and ask them anything. And he just feels utterly alone. And he's sitting at this desk on his phone. And he's like... Yeah. Fuck those guys crossing the border. Do you, think, do you, think, do you think he's like he's dying? Like, and then, and he's then, like, let me, let me give Buffett well, a ring. And then, like, Shit, he didn't pick up. Let me give Gates a ring. By the way... He's not firing it out and then putting the phone down. He's firing it out and then he's watching it. 
Yeah, he reads it. <laughs> oh, look at all the ups and downs this thing's getting. He just wants activity. Speaking of which, up and down votes. It's probably time for the report card. Sure. Do you have a scaling system? Well, you came up with a scale last time, so now that I feel like there's pressure on me to develop a scale. You want to do it uh, board games? Ooh, that's a good one. I like that. Do you have anything in mind? I have a few that come quickly. Okay. I'm going to... What I've got right off the gate here... Mm-hmm. I'm going to rate you as shoots and ladders. Okay. okay. There's ups, there's downs. Um, it's much like life in that way. I feel like maybe that's why children uh, are you know, taught to play. Because they're like, you know, this really isn't up to you. You're going to roll the dice and you're going to see what happens. Good and bad. And at the end of the day, it's fucking random. You don't know what you're going to get. But someone wins in the end and you move on. And at least it's over quick. And that's how I'm going to rate you today. My first inclination was to go Axis and Allies, but I Ooh, know... That's a big, that's a deep game. I know the viewer is probably not familiar with that game. I'd take a lot of pride in that. It's a great, very complicated game. It's like Rick's time, times 10, how complicated it is. It's like people intentionally tried to overcomplicate Risk. Right. That's you to the core, but for our viewers, you're more of a sorry type of person. Sorry? Yeah. yeah. And I don't really okay. know how to play the game. I just I know that there's there's terrible luck, and someone just yeah. goes, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I forget every time that I sit down to play that game how the fuck you play it. That's a it's, game that it's I a play pretty like, simple game, I play too. like once every five years. Yeah. You essentially just roll a die and move your piece, and, and then I sometimes it comes up shitty. Sorry. Do you want to make any false promises for the upcoming week the, to the viewers? Not at all. Not at all. Uh, what I will say... In the next four weeks, okay, I'm four, excited. four weeks from now, I need to weigh less than two hundred pounds. Whoa! My pace right now is f- about five pounds a week. All right, and Wait. I should realistically be at two sixteen right now. So I need to lose four pounds a week for the next four weeks. You guys heard it first. We'll we'll recap uh, today uh, as Jake pr- tries to find a. Girlfriend while being unemployed. This has been the 34th episode. Thanks, everyone.